Recorded live. This is Wednesday, December 2nd, 2015, and welcome to the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network, WCWS Revolution. I'm, of course, Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw, back on the line with you here today. And I should say, as our action pat week continues, as as it always does, and joining me on the line here tonight at this time <clears throat> is, of course, the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGiramo. Of course, J.D. is a uh, 2015 WCWS Hall of Famer, as well as the host of the, one of the one of the uh, Fab Five behind uh, Raw Radio every Monday afternoon at three right here on TalkShoe.com, as well as <clears throat> excuse me one third of the teams that brings you both in the Outlook, which will be uh, uh, making its read date, we should say this Sunday evening at seven right here on TalkShoe.com, and also WWS Wrestling Revisited, which you can hear every Tuesday night at seven, also right here on TalkShoe.com. Also joining me on the line, also from uh, Raw Radio, and and also we should say uh, Wrestling Revisited, is Big Diesel uh, Gregory Kramer, and also on the chat box here tonight from Raw Radio, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Uh, J.D., Gregory, John, welcome to the Wednesday edition of WWS Revolution. It's a pleasure. How are you? It's good to be here. Absolutely. Thank you, there, gentlemen. Uh, of course, here tonight we will be, uh, <clears throat> of course, uh, all the, we'll be providing, of course, our wrestling uh, news news headlines of the day. Um, and, of course, uh, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, will be also providing us some uh, wrestling um Wrestling birthdays and also wrestling birthdays and also some wrestling histories for this date. Uh, of course, a wrestling profile series. Of course, as as we did last night, it will be a surprise to everyone here tonight. I will reveal that here momentarily. As well as, of course, with time allotted, we will do some wild and wicked fantasy matchups. But before we get to all that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure that you all heard of the news here. It just broke out here earlier today, and I do think I do think several people for informed me of the situation, including earlier. Uh, WCWS Authority member Anne-Marie Rockenbach, as well as, of course, uh, the Iceman, J.D. Uh, Jerry DiGiramo, informed me about this just a few moments ago. 
there was a sadly yes, ladies and gentlemen, another shooting that took place in San Bernardino, California. Uh, out of all places, a, a public health facility who was supposed to help the disabled in that area. Uh, apparently, a couple people came in and just started started shooting. Apparently, it was during a party that all the all the health employees, I guess, were having there at the time. Uh, and last report, we had heard that 14 people were confirmed dead, and I believe about 17 or 18 people were critically injured. Uh, that we have we have got uh, plenty more details about that, but other than that. Uh, <clears throat> of course, that's, uh, sadly, uh, sadly, of course, this is another shooting, of course, that has taken place. Of course, we all know with the situation that happened over in Paris, France. Of course, this, this is a very sad situation there. Um, I don't know what has gotten into a whole lot of these people, in my personal opinion, but it's just a, very sad when you ever hear stories like this uh, all around. Um, and, of course, uh, we're all here in the w- w- WCBS radio network. I know it is not a wrestling-related event, but however, we do feel for all of our, uh, our all of our fellow men and women all around the country, all around the world, of course. So at this time here, uh, JD uh, Gregory John, if uh, you would please uh, care to join me in a in a uh, in, in a brief moment of silence, and as we show uh, show our respect, and of course we also send our condolences out to the families of those those. Uh, victims of the San Bernardino shooting earlier today. But at this time, let's uh, pause for a brief moment of silence. My Lord, be with those who are affected by the uh, tra- tragic shooting in California today. Be all the, be all those who who knew the victims, of course, family and friends. Be with them and comfort them. Let let them know that, that they are not alone in their grief. To provide a shoulder for them to cry on whenever they need it. And and may God have mercy on the souls of the ones responsible for for this. Uh, this is this is a very of course very sad situation of course happening in our in our own you know neck of the woods here in the United States. But be with all those affected today by the shooting in San Bernardino, California, and all those and all and all those all all around the country, of course. Uh, raise their spirits and keep us, you know, and always in good spirits and in the wake of a lot of these tragic situations. And we ask this in the name of, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for, for all of our sins. Amen. Amen. Gentlemen, thank you very much for joining me in that. one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. call ID one three eight zero five five pounds this is the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, WWS Revolution. I am, of course, once again, Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw. Join me on the line at this time. Of course, from from all we'll say right now is just a multitude of our shows here in the Radio Network. Uh, 2015 Hall of Famer, the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGirolamo. 
Also, of course, from Raw Radio and also Wrestling Revisited, uh, Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer, and also from Raw Radio on the chat box here tonight, the human suplex machine, John Gross. Uh, <clears throat> we have still yet to hear from King NWO, Jawar T. Smith. Uh, J.D., if you have any wrestling news, I'll let you go ahead and provide uh, anything that you might have. And if Gerard does come on, we will listen to whatever he has to provide to us here tonight. Uh, but uh, uh, J.D. will step in here and uh, provide us with any wrestling news that has made, made the wires here of the wrestling scene. So, J.D., please go ahead and provide us with what you have. Well, as we reported, of course, uh, just a little while ago, the raw rating this week did not change at all. It went, went up a little, but it didn't go up by much. However, as a result, it did a 2.2 rating on Monday night, being from Pittsburgh. Of course, 10 million people were watching the big Monday night war battle between Baltimore and Cleveland. So, once again, raw not very strong, to say the least. Also, earlier this week, it was reported, however, according to... MLW Radio, however, believe it or not, that Kevin Owens spoke about his desire to face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. According to the latest edition of ML Radio, however, by WrestleZone.com, this could be a possibility. While far from a confrontation, former WWE creative writer Court Power stated this week that WWE has been discussing the idea of possibly Brock Lesnar versus Kevin Owens coming up at WrestleMania in Dallas this year. He noted that the result of current... Roster injuries, the company is, quote, starting from scratch with several of the plans of the event, however. The feeling is that the match would offer a huge rub for Owens and that the promos between Owens and Paul Heyman have great potential and that the match itself would likely be very physical, possibly as well. More on the story as we continue to update you. Also, of course, uh, John Cena has been advertised already for the December 28th edition of Monday Night Raw, which will be the final Raw of the year in Brooklyn, New York, at the Barclays Center after Christmas. We understand he is due back, however, I believe, in two weeks, however, at a house show in Los Angeles, and, and I believe that's the same venue that I believe Brock Lesnar will be returning to. Also, of course, WWE, of course, will be having NXT live in the U.K. coming up two weeks from today. As you know, of course, everyone knows that the big matchup is still being discussed. Finn Balor versus uh, Samoa Joe. As of now, we have not heard any updates on the card, except the card is still pretty much the same. And here's what we got so far. Finn Balor versus Samoa Joe. Askewa versus Emma. Baron Corbin versus Apollo Crews. A special appearance by William Regal, who will be returning back to action for the first time since next surgery, however. Bailey taking on Nia Jax. And for the tag titles right now, however, it will be Dash and Dawson, however, taking on Enzo Moore and Big Cass, Colin Cassidy, however. Uh, do we expect any more matches? It's a possibility. You never know, however. But right now, that's the list of matches that we have listed for the December 16th show, right before Christmas, as they will be going over to the U.K., I believe a week from Friday, if I'm not mistaken, next week, however, as it will be six days of shows over in the U.K., including the memorable show that will be coming up two weeks from tonight. Other than that, that's not much else to report on. Uh, Tommy Dreamer, of course, will be appearing on SmackDown this week, of course, for the second time. Uh, this week, as he, of course, made his Raw return this past Monday in Pittsburgh, but he will be in the corner of Bubba Ray Dudley this week when he takes on Bray Wyatt, as SmackDown tapings were taped last night in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And we understand last night in Hershey, PA, according to reports, how Roman Reigns was definitely over last night in more ways than probably the biggest ovation he's had all year, however, according to reports. Let's, from what I've been hearing, however, and it should be very interesting to see what the crowd will think, however, and of course what the fans will think after they watch this week's show, which will be airing tomorrow night, going up against the uh, Green Bay-Detroit game on Monday Night Football, or Thursday Night Football, excuse me, not Monday Night Football. Other than that, not much else to report. That's about it. If we hear anything more before the night's over, we will let you know, or Gerard will let you know right away.
Thank you, Derek J.G., for providing that here to us. <clears throat> and, of course, uh, Human Success Machine, John Grutz, also providing us with some wrestling birthdays in history for this date, December the 2nd. And he's got a bunch of great ones here. Uh, a lot, I think y'all y'all might uh, kind of remember a lot of these here. Uh, let's see here, 46 years ago to, today, which I believe that would have put it at about... Mm, 1979. Uh, 46 years ago? Oh, 46 years ago. I think. 1969. 69, okay. The late giant Baba defeated Jack Briscoe 2-1 in a best-of-three falls match to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. He lost the title one week later back to Jack Briscoe. Hmm. Uh, on this, also on this date in 1997, Big Daddy died of a stroke. He was only 67 years old. Who is this? A wrestler by the name of Big Daddy. Yeah. Okay, I think, n- I think I've heard of him. Yeah, so this is in '97 when he passed away. So okay, um, okay, so mm, excuse me, make sure I, had, I thought I had a belt here. Uh, <clears throat> crap! Oh boy. Uh, oh, there you go. Excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> a belt right here. Heard on our show tonight. Thank you very much. Uh, on his date in the year 2000, WWE hosted another UK show, which was Rebellion, when the main event featured Kurt Angle defeating Rikishi, The Rock, and Stone Cold in a fit of full way to retain the WWE title with help from the Radicals and Edge and Christian. Hmm. The Radical, uh, all, all six of them helping Kurt Angle win the belt. Uh, that's something. Also on the stage, 2007 was the first ever Feast or Fired match from TNA. And also, Samoa Joe's shoot before the main event, drawn primarily from Scott Hall's failure to appear at the event. And speaking of Scott Hall, we heard uh, uh, that he will not be attending a show this weekend due to an injury. We understand he got injured recently while in training, however, and he will not be attending a live event this week. Okay, is this a WWE live event? No, I think it's an independent show. I think uh, I think uh, I, I think I sent you the information, Greg. I sent you the information too, right? Uh, I haven't been on Facebook for like three like three hours now. Okay, I'll have to resend it to you. But I think I sent it to you, Chef. Not I'll find the event. But yeah, there was reports he will not be attending a live event this week. I think independent wise, I was supposed to do some indie show this weekend due to I believe a back yeah. injury. Yeah, you sent me something earlier and I posted it, but okay, that's what that was about. Okay, I got you. I got you. But yeah, but apparently he didn't appear at, event, at a TNA event in 2007 where the feast or first feast or fire match took place. And I guess Samoa Joe was kind of heated about that situation. Hmm. So. <clears throat> also in this date in 2010, MVP was released from the WWE. Right. Hmm. Was he fired or what, did he just quit? I think he quit if I remember because I think he was really fed up with the booking team, or and he just said, "I've had enough. I'm getting out while I can." I think that's okay. what I remember hearing. Okay, and also we have one birthday here today, a 49th birthday to former Japanese wrestler and former Japanese wrestler, WWE wrestler, and and also a legend. I'm gonna pronounce his I'm gonna pronounce his real name, but I'll let you know who he who he's well better known as to a lot of fans. Jinsei Shinzaki. Hayabusa. No, no. Starts with, does start with an H though. It's not that though. He was better he was better known as Hakushi. Oh, okay. 
Hakushi's that he turned 49 today. I remember him had all the tattoos going up and down. Yes, and he had Chicago. that one guy, and he had that one guy with a white face paint, he looked like a like a like a. Um, Shizon. Yes, that's who it was. Shizan. I couldn't remember his Shizan. name. Yeah, Shizan. I remember a uh, a match that uh, <clears throat> on the on the Bret Hart DVD that uh, that of course get the first in your house show. Yes, because as a matter of fact, I think he was also Bret Hart was also scheduled to. Wrestled Jerry Lawler that night too, I believe. I'm not. That's correct. Yes. That's right. Okay. AM '95. Uh, that's right. Uh, and and John was responding was was talking about the story you brought up about John Cena returning yeah. possibly returning after Christmas, and of course Brock Lesnar is scheduled to return at that point as well. Yeah. Uh, John says Cena and Brock both return on Raw on December 28th, and maybe the two of them will announce their entries into the Royal Rumble match. Oh, man, that would be a great way to end the year and start the new year off on the bank, so to speak. Big time. They're in Brooklyn that night, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely, you know, jump on there and uh, just, uh, oh, shoot, yeah, Cena and Brock will probably go everybody like hotcakes. If they, if, they, if, they, if they said they'd jump into it, that'd be great. Uh, John, any other wrestling um, <clears throat> Any other wrestling history or birthdays tonight? Are you talking to me? I'm no, talking no. to John. Yeah, I'm asking John uh, about if there was anything else for tonight before I, mm-hmm. any other wrestling history or birthdays that uh, that he didn't pop on here. <clears throat> Just want to make sure that he's. Uh... Okay, John. Thank you. Thank you very much, there. And also, uh, <clears throat> I. I I could have sworn I heard the, the talk show music. Again. I did too, just now. I'm hearing it again. Is somebody's computer rebooting or something? It's not me. Greg, is that you? Yeah. Chad, it's not you. Could it be Gerard? Me. It might be Gerard. I don't know if it's John. There's I... no one else is on here. Hmm. Hmm, so we'll, we'll have to watch it out. Yeah, that's interesting. But we'll keep we'll keep we'll keep a listen on that and see what's going on. But uh, John, of course, thank you for the rest of the history and birthdays here for tonight. And uh, uh, JD, of course, thank you for providing us with the news. And of course, hopefully, if Gerard does make it on, maybe uh, we had a, a previous situation, but uh, we hope everything's okay. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, baby, does pop on if he has anything else he wants to add. We'll we of course. Uh, <clears throat> Well, of course, uh, we'll of course, bring everything here to you. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, uh, WWS Revolution. Mr. WWS, right here, Chad Hinshaw, back on the line with you, and of course, joining me on the line at this time, two two fifths of the team that brings you Raw Radio every Monday afternoon at three, right here on TalkShoe.com. Of course, the first one here, the Iceman JD Jared Girolamo, also a 2015 Hall of Famer. As well as, of course, uh, yes, uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, one third of, of of the teams that bring you both Indie Outlook now every Sunday night at seven, on right here on TalkShoe.com, as well as Wrestling Revisited every Tuesday night at seven, also on TalkShoe.com. Also, Big Diesel Gregory Kramer, also a newest member of the uh, Wrestling Revisited team, of course, like I said, every Tuesday night at seven, and of course on the chat box here tonight from Raw Radio, the Human Suplex Machine. John Gross. <clears throat> also, I will point out here, and Greg, I don't know if you happen to know, so we did a poll on the uh, Revolution Radio Facebook page to see 
what what uh, music we would uh, be uh, using for our official theme, and what we, as I reported last night on the Revolution Radio Facebook page, in a vote for, for uh, four to two, we we keep our current theme, which is "Eat the Rich" by Aerosmith. Uh, so yeah, so that's why we heard. That's why I was going to mention that before the beginning of the show, but but uh, whoa, JD was a lot of heavy breathing. <laughs> Yeah. JD goes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh I was just texting Gerard to see if he's gonna make it tonight since I have a cell number on I just texted him to see if he's gonna make it on. I haven't heard back yet. I'm waiting to hear back from him now. Okay, yeah, thank you for if he keeps keep us up to date if if he, if something has happened and and of course we hope we hope not of course, but if something has it's understandable of course. Um <clears throat> Well tonight here, ladies and gentlemen, I guess we'll go ahead and dive right on into this. It is of course our infamous, of course, wrestler profile series. Of course, we have we have had uh, we've had some knockouts with here with this over the past few weeks. Of course, shortly before Survivor Series, of course, we did one all week long on the Undertaker, uh, as well as, <clears throat> of course, uh, here the last few last few days we have done one on everybody from uh, RVD to let me see, let me see of course our NWA Wolfpack last week we did of course Big Sexy Kevin Nash. Um, of course, last night we I surprised everyone by we do it by a wrestling profile series on the one and only ravishing Rick Rude. And of course, my personal opinion deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I've said that many times. And uh, Gregory, what I did here last night with everyone is I mentioned to everyone to take a guess as to who we're talking about. It could be any by any random superstar, uh, old, new, what have you. Um, like I said, and 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 uh, and and I didn't, and I did not say no, no to anything, any anything about it or whatever. I responded only with their. I was able to find their theme music and play it, and that was the person we did. So, uh, John, you can dive in on this too. Who do you think? Who will? Who do you think our rest of profile series will be on tonight? Uh, JD, uh, by all means, please take a crack at us. Who do you, who do you think? Bret Hart. Yeah, you say Bret Hart. Uh, Gregory, who do you think? Um, Kevin Nash. Okay. Uh, okay, Kevin Nash. Uh, John, who do you think we we are doing a doing a wrestling profile series on tonight? And he thinks we're doing one on The Rock. So I've heard Bret Hart, I've heard Kevin Nash, and I've heard The Rock. Well, gentlemen, first off, and I mean it, with, and I, I say it with all sincerity, and I say it with nothing but respect, it is none of those three. Mm. However, you will be kind of surprised. You will be, okay, wait a minute, where is it? Let me find it. Let me find. Let me find it. Uh, oh yeah, there it is. You'll be kind of shocked as to as to who this is. Uh, get ready. Here it comes. Oh, <laughs> 
Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is, in fact, in, indeed, the legendary and late Big Boss Man. <laughs> we This is a superstar we have talked about in our fantasy matchups uh, on several different occasions. We've never heard a whole lot of anything about him. We don't know more in depth about him and all other than, of course, a, a great superstar. Of course, another that left us also way, way too soon as well. He was only 41 when he passed away. But um, <clears throat> I figure tonight we'll go ahead and just dive right on into this. A wrestler profile series on the one and only Big Boss Man. And no, I'm not talking about me. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah they, ooh, excuse me. Okay, here we go here, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, uh, uh, thanks to uh, uh, thanks to our uh, uh, my uh, Wikipedia page here, I will go ahead and throw this out here. Uh <clears throat> And we may not have a whole lot to talk about in this, but uh, but I will I will throw out some key points and all that. And anybody else has anything right after, of course I talk about it. We will I will go around go around the uh, table here and get everyone's thoughts and opinions about uh, uh, about their uh, <clears throat> well, their thoughts and takes. Of course about this legendary superstar. Of course I'll start with this Raymond Ray W. Trailer Jr. Uh, he was born May second, nineteen sixty three. Died. Sadly, September 22, 2004, he was a professional wrestler who was best known for his appearances with the World Wrestling Federation and the renamed The Big Boss Man, as well as for his appearances with WCW as The Boss, Guardian Angel, and Big Bubba Rogers. Of course, he even, he even uh, competed under his own name in WCW for a little while, too. During his appearances with the WF, Big Boss Man held the WF World Tag Team Championship once and the Hardcore Championship four times. <clears throat> Uh, like I said, he was born in Marietta, Georgia in 1963. He died in Dallas, Georgia in September 2004. He was only 41 years old. He had he was married up until the time he, uh, for 14 years up to the time that he passed away, and he left behind also two children. Uh, different, uh, other ring names, of course, other than the Big Boss Man, he was known as Big Bubba, Big Bubba Rogers, The Boss, Boss Man, Guardian Angel, John Granis, his own name, Ray Trailer, and one time he was also known as War Machine. No, not Iron Man's buddy, just War Machine. Look at you. He was he was built at six foot six, and and he was his weight was built as as three hundred and fifteen pounds. And of course, he was built from Cobb County, Georgia. He was trained by the legendary Ted Allen, believe it or not, and he made his debut in nineteen eighty six. Okay. Wow. He's a, oh, yes. Uh, uh, we'll start here. We'll start here. Um, just a couple of brief things here. His time in Jim, in Jim Crocker promotions from 86 to 87. A former prison guard in Cobb County, Georgia. Trailer debuted in 1986, initially working as a jobber for Jim Crocker promotions under his real name. Seeing his potential, head booker Dusty Rhodes pulled Trailer from TV for 12 weeks in order to repackage him as Big Bubba Rogers, a silent bodyguard for Jim Cornette, who, along with Midnight Express, was feuding with the James Boys. Uh, of course, it was uh, Dusty Rhodes and Magnum T.A. under mask. He got a solid push as a seemingly unstoppable heel and feuded with Rhodes, the top face at the time, in a series of bunkhouse stampede matches in 1986. He and Rhodes were tied for wins in this series into a tiebreaker cage match, which Dusty Rhodes won that match. In 1987, uh, Rogers joined the UWF, Universal Wrestling Federation, a wonder heavyweight title from one-man gang. 
who was leaving the UWF for the WWF at that time. Okay. <clears throat> In June 1988, uh, Ray Trailer joined the WWF. WWF as Big Boss Man, a prison guard character, wrestling as a heel and managed by Slick. Boss Man's post-match routine often included handcuffing his defeated opponents, mainly jobbers, to the ring rope and beating them with a nightstick or a ball and chain. After defeating Coco Beware at the inaugural SummerSlam, Bossman began his first major WWF angle by attacking Hulk Hogan on the Brother Love Show. During this feud, he also challenged Randy Savage for the WWF title and formally build, form, and formed a team with Akeem. Of course, he was formally billed as the one-man gang, his opponent from the UWF, <clears throat> to form the Twin Towers. They feuded with Hogan and Savage, who had formed the Mega Powers and were a key part in the top storyline of Savage turning on Hogan, leading to the WrestleMania 5 main event in the latter part of a tag match between the four on Saturday night's main event. Savage abandoned Hogan and went backstage after being double-teamed for a while. Hogan eventually rallied and defeated the Twin Towers on his own. At WrestleMania 5, the Twin Towers defeated the Rockers and then for most of spring and early summer 1989, feuded with demolition over the tag team titles. Meanwhile, Bossman concluded his feud with Hogan in a series of steel cage matches. One of the most memorable aired on the May 27th Saturday night's main event where Hogan's where Hogan superplexed Bossman off off the top of the cage. Mm. Bossman became a face in early 1990. Ted DiBiase had paid Slick to have Bossman retrieve the Million Dollar Championship belt from Jake Roberts, who had stolen it. But Bossman retrieved a bag containing both the belt and Roberts' pet python, Damien. On the Blood Love Show, he refused to accept DiBiase's money for the bag and returned it to Roberts. Bossman then defeated with former partner Akeem, defeated him in less then two minutes at WrestleMania six. As part of his face turn, he stopped handcuffing beating jobs after matches. He made peace with Hogan, appeared in his corner in his match against the Earthquake at SummerSlam ninety, <clears throat> and teaming with him in the nineteen ninety Survivor Series along with Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Tugboat to defeat Earthquake's team. In the fall of nineteen ninety, Bossman began defeating with Bobby Heenan and the Heenan family, after Heenan continually insulted Bossman's mother. He won a series of matches against Heenan family members, including the Barbarian at the Royal Rumble and Mr. Perfect via disqualification at WrestleMania 7 in an Intercontinental title match, which featured the return of Andre the Giant. At the 91 SummerSlam, he defeated the Mountie in a jailhouse match, a match in which the loser must spend a night in jail. This was the only such match ever held by the promotion. Bossman then briefly feuded with the IRS. Okay, I did not know that. In ninety-two, in ninety, yes, indeed. In ninety-two, Bossman began feuding with Nails, an ex-convict character who, in a series of promos, aired before his debut. Claimed Bossman had been his abusive guard in prison, and warned he was seeking revenge. On the May thirtieth of WWF Superstars, Nails, clad in an orange prison jumpsuit, ran into the ring and attacked Bossman, handcuffing him to the top rope and repeatedly choking and beating him with the nightstick. Bossman took time off TV to sell his. To sell his KFAB injuries, eventually returning, returning and having a series of matches with Nails in the latter half of '92. <clears throat> the feud culminated at Survivor Series when, when Bossman defeated Nails in a nightstick on a pole match. This was the final push for the Bossman during this run, as he was subsequently used as enhancement talent against Razor Ramon, Bam Bam Bigelow, and Yokozuna on the house show circuit. Big Bossman's last pay per view match of this run came at the 93 Royal Rumble where he lost to Bam Bam Bigelow. He left the WWF shortly after a house show in Quebec, Canada on March 14th. During the next few minutes, he made appearances in the USWA and also 
SMW Smoky Mountain Wrestling. On December 4th, he made a one-time return to WWF as a special guest referee to officiate the main event of a house show in Anaheim, California, between Bret Hart and Jeff Jarrett. Bossman was expected to rejoin the WF, but he elected to sign with WCW instead. Okay. Of course, his, here's a stand. He, he uh, had a brief stint in All Japan Pro Wrestling in 1993 as Big Bubba, a name he had used in his previous tour with the promotion, the 1988 uh, Champion uh, Carnival. Here, he mainly worked tag matches, often with Stan Hansen, Kendall Windham, or Dr. Dusty Williams, but also defeated Mighty Inu. I-N-O-U-E, is it pronounced Inoue, I think it is? Yeah. Uh, Johnny Smith and Tamon Honda in singles matches. Okay. Mm, excuse me. Oh, boy. Uh, here's, a, of course, a brief... Uh, here's here's his, uh, a brief plan about his run in WCW from 93 to 98. Trailer returned to the United States to debut for WCW as The Boss on the December 18th, 93 episode of WCW Saturday Night pinning the international world champion Rick Rude in a non-title match. A face, he received a title match against Rude at Star K-93, 10th anniversary, but lost. In light of legal complaints from WWF regarding the similarity of the boss to Big Boss Man, Trailer was renamed the Guardian Angel and wore similar attire to those in the organization he was named after. Uh, <clears throat> he feuded with Big Van Vader for most of 1994. In early 95, he turned heel. It became, again, known as Big Bubba Rogers. He defeated Sting and Uncensored in March of 95. In 96, Rogers joined the Dungeon of Doom. By the end of the year, he had turned on the group and joined the NWO. His stay in, in, in the NWO was brief as J.J. Dillon forced him out of the group due to a contract technicality. He didn't disappear briefly before return later in 97, managed by Ted DiBiase, who had recently quit as the financier of the NWO. For the first time since 85, Trevor Russell under his real name, he feuded with the NWO defeating members such as Scott Hall, Kurt Henning, and Vincent. He formed an alliance with the, with the Steiner brothers, who also sought DiBiase as their manager. The union abruptly ended when Scott Steiner turned on them to join the NWO in February of 98. After losing his final WCW match to Goldberg on the March 30th episode of Nitro, Trailer was released. <clears throat> okay. His return to the WWF from 98 to 2003. Trailer rejoined the WF shortly after his WCW release and once again became Big Boss Man. <clears throat> and on October 12, 1998, he returned to television with a new look, abandoning his blue police shirt for an all-black SWAT-style uniform, including a bulletproof vest and gloves. He served as Vince McMahon's bodyguard during his feud with Stone Cold Steve Austin and his later feud with DX. He briefly wore a mask before his identity was revealed. Bossman was one of the first members of a man's heel stable, the corporation, and served as a bodyguard for other members, such as Vince's son, Shane. While in the corporation, Bossman wore the tag team titles with Ken Shamrock, won the hardcore championship four times, and lost to The Undertaker at WrestleMania 15 in a Hell in a Cell match. After this match, The Undertaker hanged him from the roof of the cage, an illusion made possible by a body harness concealed under Trailer's outfit. So apparently, well, obviously it was not really him. I said, okay. In the WWF's hardcore division, Bossman's major feud was with Al Snow, a feud that eventually involved, involved Snow's pet Chihuahua Pepper. At SummerSlam, the two had a false cut anywhere match that spilled into the backstage area of the street and finally into a nearby bar. Just prior to the match, Snow had, had set Pepper's pet carrier near the entranceway. Minutes into the match, Bossman picked it up and taunted Pepper. Uh, struck Snow with the carry and carelessly, carelessly tossed it behind him. 
commentary, Jim Ross immediately apologized to viewers for the act and said that Pepper had been removed from the box before the match. Okay, good. Two weeks later, Bossman kidnapped and ransomed Pepper, arranging a meeting in which he fed Snow a meat dish supposedly made from Pepper's remains. The two settled their feud in a kennel from hell match at Unforgiven, in which a blue, a blue solid steel cage surrounded the ring itself <clears throat> and reached out surrounded by the chain link fence cell. The object of the match was to escape from the cage and the cell while avoiding attack dogs, which turned out to be disappointingly docile, positioned outside the ring. Snow won the match and retained the hardcore belt, which had been returned to him by Baby Boy Smith, who had defeated Bossman at Fort. Bossman would later win back the hardcore title in a triple threat match of Owen Al Snow and Hardcore Holly, and would hold until January 2000, where he lost at the test. Bossman then defeated with the Big Show over the WWF title. During the feud, Bossman showed up at Big Show's father's funeral. This is, this is what I remember here, too made some disrespectful remarks and chained the casket to the back of his car and drove off. The Big Show attempted to save the coffin by jumping off, riding it for a few yards before losing his grip and tumbling off. The feud also included a segment in which Bossman invaded the home of Big Show's mother and forced her on camera to admit her son was a, was a B-A-S-T-A-R-D. I won't even say the word out here. Bossman became the number one contender for the title by defeating The Rock on, on November 15, 1999 episode of Raw, and Armageddon, the Big Show defeated him to retain the title, and the, and the feud ended right there. Bossman ended the 2000 Royal Rumble match where he eliminated Rikishi with the help of five other wrestlers, uh, <clears throat> China, and also Farouk before being eliminated by The Rock. On the March 19th episode of Sunday Night Heat, he introduced Bull Buchanan as his protege. They teamed to defeat The Godfather and D. Brown at WrestleMania 2000 and the Acolytes Protection Agency the next month at Backlash. On the June 5th, Raw is War. After losing to the Hardy Boys and subsequently arguing, Bossman knocked Buchanan out with his nightstick when his back was turned and the team split up. In December of 2000, Bossman disappeared from WF's primary television shows, resting mainly on shows like Jacked and also Heat, where he had a minor feud with Crash Holly until suffering a legit injury in January 2001. When he returned late 2001, he formed a team with Booker T. <clears throat> After Vince McMahon ordered him to be Booker's enforcer. The team quietly split in late January 2002, and Bossman returned to Jack and Heat. In April, he formed a short-lived tag team with Mr. Perfect. After both were drafted to the Raw brand, on the May 20, 2002 Heat taping, he lost his final WWE match to Tommy Dreamer. Trailer was assigned to train developmental wrestlers in Ohio Valley Wrestling before being released from WWE in 2003. And, uh, of course, there are a couple more facts here. Interna- he, his trailer's final matches were in the International Wrestling Association of Japan, where he competed in a tournament for the vacant IWA World Heavyweight title, making it, making it to the final by defeating Freddy Krueger. Yes, you heard me, heard me right. Freddy Krueger was the wrestler's name he defeated before he lost it to Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Okay. Uh, personal life, he had two daughters and was married to his wife, Angela, his childhood sweetheart. In July 2004, Trailer ran for commission chairman for Paulding County, Georgia. He was the owner of a Dallas, Georgia storage company called RWT Enterprises. Sadly, he, we, he died of a heart attack on September 26, 2004 at age 41 at his home in Dallas, Georgia. Some of his maneuvers, his finishing moves was called the, the Boss Man Slam and while he was in the WWF slash WWE also known as Trailer Trash in WCW, which was a spinning side slam. 
Some of his signature moves was the bat breaker, the big boot, the big splash, the body avalanche, the leapfrog body guillotine, the power bomb, the sidewalk slam, the spine buster, the uppercut, and the water wheel slam. And uh, before we go any further finishing this up, I do hear, I did happen to notice here in the studio once again, we have actually had a, someone had let out the MLD spider again. Um, I, I just happened to notice this now. I was paying, I was just reading, I did not pay any attention to this. Uh, is by any chance the owner of the spider back with us? Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is the one and only Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. Of course, lovely, lovely Michelle Lynn Dodds. <clears throat> and yes, this is one thing I've been forgetting to say about all this time, and uh, and I've been called on this a couple of times. Yes, she is also in fact the mayor of Suplex City, but <laughs> but also she is the the first 2015 WWS Hall of Famer, and also the one half of the team that brings you Attitude Radio every Saturday night at nine, alongside her partner King NWO Gerard T Smith. Uh, right here on TalkShoot.com. Michelle, my apologies for not noticing that you were on. Uh, welcome to the Wednesday edition of Revolution. Oh, well, thank you. It's okay. You were reading. It's no big deal. Yes, uh, we, of course, are, are spe- if you happen to notice by now, our uh, wrestler profile series is on the late Big Boss Man. Uh, of course, I've already gotten towards the tail end of this. Uh, I'll go ahead and finish this. His managers include Jim Cornette, Ted DiBiase, Jimmy Hart, Slick, and Skandor Akbar. Uh, of course, he only had three music, pieces of music during his time in the WWF. While he was being managed by Slick between 88 and 90, he used, they used the theme Jive Soul Bro. I remember this video for this. Of course, the theme that you heard earlier when we when I introduced the profile series, uh, Serving Hard Time. Uh, of course, we used between 1990 and 93. And of course, uh, uh, when he used when he came back between '98 and 2002, the the theme known as Cell Block. So, uh, and of course, like I said, he uh, uh, of course let's see, pro, let's see his accomplishments. Pro Wrestling Illustrated ranked at number 23 of the top 500 singles wrestlers in the PWI 500 in 1992, and PWI ranked him 100 number 138 of the top 500 singles wrestlers in the PWI. Uh, uh, 500 in 2003. He was wrestler of the week between May 3rd and 9th of 1987. He was a UW a Universal Wrestling Federation uh, heavyweight champion. In the WWF, he was a hardcore champion four times and also a holder of the tag team titles along with Ken Shamrock. Uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter Awards, he was the most improved in 1987. Worst feud of the year in 96 was uh, John Tenta, of course, better known as the late Earthquake. Uh, another worst feud of the year in 99, we had a feud with the Big Show. And the worst match of the year was at, in 99 was versus Al Snow and Unforgiven. So, guys and gals, that's what we have right here on everybody, on everything involving the late Big Boss Man. Uh, I will send it. I will post this link, of course, uh, <clears throat> and let everybody, and uh, if anyone wants to take another look at this. And uh, the, according to the Wikipedia page, it said that the page was not complete. Uh, so, um, so there might be some facts that have not been added on to this, but I just read everything that they had available at this point in time. This was the True Blue Wikipedia page for the Big Boss Man. Uh, Michelle, you're on first. I'll go ahead and start with you here first, ladies first, as always. Uh, your thoughts and opinions on uh, the career and life of the legendary Big Boss Man? I loved 
the big boss man. I thought he was a tremendous performer for pro wrestling. Um, <clears throat> I liked his persona that he played. Uh, I liked that a lot of people took him for granted and didn't think just because of his size that he could actually fight or, you know, per se wrestle. Um, another one that was is gone way, way, way too soon, um, like really scary that he was 41 years old and had a heart attack and I don't know, it was just, that just blows my mind. Um, I have the utmost respect for him. He was he was one of my truly one of my favorite. Uh, I'm very sleepy. <laughs> um, I I loved him. I loved his music. I loved what he loved about full wrestling entertainment. I thought he was a tremendous tremendous person. Absolutely. Um, of course, we've also said on the show many, many times, uh, someone, someone else who is uh, well-deserving to be in the WWE Hall of Fame, in my personal opinion, as well. Yeah. Uh, another long-overdue superstar. We talked about that with Rick Rude last night. Of course, uh, you know, that'd be, that'd be some good company right there, of course. Uh, J.D., your overall thoughts are on the career and in, uh, in, uh uh, highlights of the big boss man. Michelle said it best. I mean, he was a Hall of Famer, no doubt about it. He left us way too soon at such a young age. I mean, he had a great career. I remember watching him in the 80s, however, and then for a time when uh, he left the WWE, however, in the mid-90s, however, before the uh, he returned in WCW's Big Bomber when Nitro made its debut, of course. He was in the very first Nitro main event, of course, as we all recall, against Hulk Hogan. But uh, I stopped watching him about that time, however, I'd say about 90 or 91, however, because I really didn't get into wrestling much after the whole Hulk Hogan or thing. It was just, I mean, the whole steroid trial and a lot of the federations started closing up shop, like WCCW, the AWA, the UWF. And it just seemed like there were only two feds left, however, until ECW Eastern Championship Wrestling came along. But uh, like I said, this is a guy who uh, had some really good feuds with a lot of people. Some of them were questionable, like the big boss, or why am I saying the big boss, like the uh, big show and, of course, uh, Al Snow. But uh, he was a pretty good wrestler. And like I said, it's just a shame he left us way too soon. And like I said, however, he is definitely another guy that deserves a chance to be in the Hall of Fame as well. Absolutely. Um, another uh, well-spoken there, uh, <clears throat> analysis, of course, of the boss man there, J.D., thank you. Uh, Gregory, your overall thoughts or uh, anything you have you have to add on the big boss man? Oh, big boss man. Wow. He was a great wrestler. Um, he was great with the corporation and stuff. He was a great villain and stuff. Uh, that's all I remember. He was never really a WWE champion, but he was a, I think, an Intercontinental champion, hardcore, and he was a great villain. I can't say anything more. Absolutely. How, how old is Gregory? Twenty-two. 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 Yes. He's a baby. <laughs> but uh, as I mentioned before, he did. He was. He managed to hold uh, 
I would say the hardcore title four times and also you know, the tag belts once, of course, along with Ken Shamrock. Of course, during that time in the, when he was a part of the corporation. Um, but he was a heavyweight title. He did hold heavyweight belts, and of course, in other federations. It would have been great for him to pull off the big win and get the WWF one. Uh, or the WCW one, for that matter. But uh, didn't come to pass, but still, like I said, a talented superstar not, uh, by any means by any means necessary. John also mentioned here, so when you think of the big boss man, you think of all the best matches he had in the 80s through the 90s towards guys like Hogan, Savage, DiBiase, Mr. Perfect, the Mountie, uh, Na- uh, of course we said Nails, uh, Stone, Stone Cold, Rock, Mankind, Undertaker. Uh, there's other he can go on and on, but he's certainly the best, and he's also, uh, <clears throat> but he's but of course he is definitely a Hall of Fame material. Uh, there's a list of guys we can we can name that do belong in the Hall of Fame, but of course we've all been, we've all talked about that here time and time again. Um, and then John John did mention about when when Gregory. Uh, answered Michelle as to how old he was. John said he was actually two years older than Gregory. Okay, thank you, John, for telling me that. Well, John's and, uh, a baby, too. I'm still the oldest one on this panel. What the hell? So I guess, so I have the five tonight, and I'll finish what John's saying in a minute. So, and Michelle, I say this with respect. I guess you, you would be the oldest. I don't like using that term old, but seasoned. There you go. I'm no, gonna I am old. <laughs> now you, you you don't sound that you don't sound I that old. Thing, guys. Hold on. You don't sound that old to me, my personal opinion. Uh, I think JD might be behind you, Michelle. I'm not sure. Uh, and then of course I would be behind. I would be behind y'all. And then I guess Gerard. John. Well, Gerard's not on. I'm just talking about the ones who are on right now. Oh, he's uh, not on. No, we've been trying to get hold of him and. Uh, um, JD's I, I actually tried to text him a little while ago. He didn't, and JD has not heard from him. So uh, I actually sent him a message on Facebook, and I haven't heard by him from him all day either. So I'm not sure. Well, um, when I talked to him, he didn't feel so swift. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, if he didn't feel well, that's understandable, of course. Um, but uh, but of course, like I said, or like we said as before, is. Yeah, I think it would be Michelle and then JD and then me and then John and then Gregory. So there you go. But anyway, John did say Bossman should be a heavy, should have been a heavyweight champion in the mid '80s, back in the WWE. Uh, I do agree with that, John. Uh, like I said, he had the tools to do it, and I think he was just another one of those that didn't really didn't really, didn't really push that much. Yeah, they didn't utilize his character the way they should have. Yes, that, that, that's right. I remember. Of course, I think it was a cage match that Hogan was supposed to have with Boss Man. I think it was when Zeus popped up, too, around the time the, the movie No Holds Barred, yeah. after it came out or something. Yeah. So, um, that, of course, the thing was, uh, and I think even before Hogan went to go wrestle uh, um, <clears throat> uh, Boss Man, Zeus actually worked on him a little bit before Boss Man got his hands on him. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but that was uh, that was a sight to behold. The, I would definitely say post a link to this Wikipedia page on the Revolution Radio Facebook page, so anyone cares, like I said, to pull it up and look at it, uh, please feel free. And um, uh, John also mentioned, of course, about the this, the two despicable moments of the boss man. Uh, of course, was in when he stole Al Snow's dog. Yes, I remember that. 
and also when he stole the casket belonging to Big Show's father. The one one involving Big Show's father was the most heinous, in my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. I think Boston was driving a car, kind of like the Blues Brothers or something, he was towing the the casket off. (laughs) That was... hmm. That was just sad. But, folks, thank you all very much for giving us uh, going out your thoughts and opinions on the career of the legendary Big Boss Man. <coughs> Another one on our on our list of uh, folks who should be in the Hall of Fame, in our personal opinion, he uh, joins, I think, Rick Rude and another list of folks that we have talked about many, many times here on our shows that do belong, do, that do, do deserve to have a spot reserved for them in the WWE Hall of Fame. one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is the mothership broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, WWS Revolution. I'm of course Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you. And join us and join us on the line here tonight. Of course just joined the scene here just a few minutes ago. Uh one half of the team that brings you Attitude Radio every Saturday night at nine right here on talkshow.com. Also, the first 2015 Hall of Famer, the lovely, lovely herself, Marietta Suplex City, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodd. Okay. <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Whoa, that was a marathon talk. There you go. That's what Kudos to you. I think I would have gotten tongue-tied the first the hell two words. I don't know. Yeah. Well, um, I, guess it's, I guess it's because, like I said, I'm, uh, I've been wide awake here. I did stretch out my back. Or my, my back's been giving me a little bit of problems, too. But uh, anyway, also, uh, the Iceman J.D. Jerry Drama is also joining us, of course, from Raw Radio, as well as Indie Outlook every uh, Tuesday, every, every uh, uh, Monday uh, Monday evening from 7 to 9, right here on TalkShoot.com, uh, Wrestling Revisited. Well, actually, Indie Outlook will be making its move, excuse me, yes. Uh, uh, it's already going to be making its, making, making its move uh, on Sunday at 7, right here on TalkShoot.com. Excuse me, thank you for... Remind myself about that. Kick myself in the head for that. Mm. Also, of course, uh, uh, Wrestling Revisited every uh, Tuesday night at 7 right here on TalkShoot.com. Of course, also join us, Big Diesel Gregory Kramer, also from uh, Raw Radio and also uh, Wrestling Revisited. <clears throat> and, of course, uh, of course, a, 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 great, a, a, great, uh, a great guest to have here in our uh, Revolution and uh, Wolfpack shows as well. And also going on the chat box here tonight from Raw Radio, the human suplex machine, John Gross. <clears throat> well, folks, we got about 50 minutes to kill before the shows are with tonight, so I figured we'd just go on right ahead and throw out some infamous, wild and wicked, crazy, and we don't have we don't have Gerard here to say those two famous words, uh, uh, but we'll, we'll still try to make them wild and wicked as possible, fantasy matchups. Yes, indeed. Can, can I do an update first? <clears throat> oh, you got yeah, something you want to update. Was yes, please go ahead, Michelle. Go ahead and bring us what you got. So, Caleb's coaches got to see his Brock Lesnar haircut tonight, <laughs> and they had a fit over it and said that <laughs> he does look like a mini me version of him because he does. Um, he did a. I don't know what the hell the maneuver's called. I think it's a one-arm takedown. I think uh, they just now starting to do that, incorporating it into the match itself, and he did very well. Um, 
Yeah. The kid lives, eats, shit, showers, sleeps, wrestling. That's it. Oh, wow. And uh, a big, huge improvement in his grades at school. Um, he's doing awesome. I'm super proud of him. I'm so glad that I put him into this wrestling because it's been a huge ego, well, not ego, but confident booster because my kid does not have an ego. Uh, and he is, you know, doing tremendously well on everything. And he does have a tournament Saturday, but it's a morning tournament. Oh, my God. Which means I have to get up at, like, 5.30 to get him there on the time at the time that they need to check in, weigh in, all that shit. And, yeah, I'm not too happy about that because I'm not a morning person. If anybody sure. ever calls me in the morning before 10 a.m., I'll kill you. Oh, no, 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 Not really. Um, okay. You, you won't get a very pleasant, you'll get the widow herself on the phone because, yeah, I, I'm not a morning person. Um, oh, I understand. I understand. But he did very well tonight, and he likes for me to update you all on everything. So I just wanted to let you know that he is the future beast incarnate number two. <coughs> You're here. Everybody. Yeah, right here. Yeah, right here. One, two, three. Yes, yes, right here. Yes, that's me. Absolutely. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Michelle, we would love to see a picture of this boy's dude. We got to see a picture of this. Oh, uh, damn, I keep forgetting. Yeah, I'll send that. Yeah, just yeah, just send it. Put, you can, tell you what, post it on the Revolution Radio page so everyone can see it. There okay. You go. That, sounds, that sounds good. And uh, I'm especially, I know Gerard will get a kick out of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, everybody, everybody will too, my personal opinions. But thank you for that update there, Michelle. Of course, uh, our, uh, your son, Kev, of course, as we talked about too, and also uh, Rhonda's daughter, uh, Harlow, of course, our future here in WWS, like I said, you know, this to have a love, love for, for the business uh, in any way, shape, or form. That's what will keep this thing rolling for a long time to come. So there you go. Absolutely. Uh, Michelle, go ahead, if you please, ma'am. Uh, provide us with a uh, <clears throat> a fantasy matchup. Uh, of course, the sky's the limit on anything you'd like to talk about, uh, anything you want to bring up. So please go ahead. Oh, all right. Um. Let me think about it for a second. Let's do hardcore mm-hmm. tag team. Uh, you got mm-hmm. the tag team of RVD and Tommy Dreamer. Oh. Verse is Sabu and mm. Al Snow. Oh. <laughs> so Tommy Dreamer's partner is who? Tell me one more time, please. Rob Van Dam. RVD. RVD and Tommy Dreamer versus Al Snow and Sabu in a hardcore tag team match. Yeah. Uh, absolutely amazing here. Uh <laughs> Uh, Michelle, your your match, your thoughts here first. Uh, dear, who do you think will pull the win off of this? Uh, well, a lot of craziness <clears throat> in this match, minus RBD because he's not really too crazy, but he is hardcore. Um, 
But definitely my pick would be Dreamer and RVD. Okay. And John is also agreeing with you. He also says RVD and Dreamer. Uh, J- uh, J.D., your thoughts here on this hardcore tag team match? All right. I'm going to take Dreamer and RVD. Okay. Gregory, this uh, <clears throat> this uh, um, hardcore tag team match made down the show, your, your overall thoughts are who would pull the win off of this? Uh, Dreamer and RVD. And I'll have to say the same thing. And and John says the way that they would get the win is RVD gets the win with the Van Terminator on Sabu by using the steel chair. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. He's so graphic. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, oh uh, JD can vouch for him. He can actually get pretty graphic on, on certain... Uh, mm-hmm. it, of course, you've heard him on Raw Radio do the impersonations there, too. So he's kind of... He's, and he's, he's done it on here a couple times too. Oh yeah, he's done. He's done a pretty. He's done. He's done a good job with that. I'll give him that much. He's very talented with that. Uh, John B. Uh, speaking of John B. Thinking, uh, and then Johnson. He's channeling Joey Styles. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, John B. Thinking of a fantasy matchup here for uh, as, as well, sir. Uh, JD, you're next up here. Uh, you want to bring grace us with a fantasy matchup? Please. Okay, well, we're going to start the night off with Divas, so let's go with, uh, let's see here, who do I want in the Divas tonight? Okay, we're going to go with uh, Madison Rain taking on uh, Nikki Bella. Holy cow, whoa, the lad in the boobies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, I'm going to start that again, we went too wild on that last week. Uh, Michelle, uh, this Divas match, Madison Rain taking on Nikki Bella. Your thoughts on this match? Um, mm. Nikki Bella. Okay, uh, JD, your match. Who, who do you think? Nikki. Uh, Gregory, uh, Madison Rain taking on Nikki Bella. Who do you think? Who's the names again? Madison Rain. Yeah, that's right. I don't think I ever heard of the names before, so. Uh, well, the second one was Nikki Bella. Probably Nikki Bella. Okay, Mass and Rain is a TNA knockout. Yeah. <clears throat> JD, is she still wrestling in TNA? I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I think she'll be in the WWE probably early next year. I would not be surprised. Oh, okay. But she's still technically in. She's yes. Considered in the mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, and I'll go ahead and say uh, uh, Nikki Bella, her, myself, and uh, John's also saying Nikki Bella as well. Uh, great match there, JD. Uh, uh, Gregor, before we get to yours, John already has one all pumped up, popped up, ready to go here. Uh, okay, this match is going to be, he says, a body slam challenge. Ooh. Yoko Zuna taking on Mark Henry. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, and Gerard would give a big old HS to this big time. <laughs> man. Uh, Michelle, your thoughts on this body slam challenge? Yokozuna taking on Mark Henry. Um, world's strongest man, Mark Henry. Okay. J.D., Yoko versus Mark Henry, body slam challenge. I'm going to take, uh, believe it or not, however, Yokozuna. Uh, Gregory, Yoko versus Mark Henry in a body slam challenge. Mark Henry. Mark Henry. John, your match, who do you think will pull the win on that? While he does that, I'll go ahead and say myself. Ooh. Hmm. 
Uh, John says Mark Henry pulled the win off in this. Okay. Uh, and me, oh, hmm. I think I think with um, um, with about maybe three or four attempts, I'm also going to say Yoko too. That's that's a tough one to call there, guys. Two big two mm-hmm. big men. Mm, yes, but that's what makes this fun. That's what I'm saying. When it's t- when it's tough like this, it makes it fun. And John said he'll be right back. Okay, John, we'll uh, we'll uh, uh, we'll let you know the back here momentarily. Uh, Gregory, go ahead, sir, if you please, sir. Uh, please uh, bring us a fantasy matchup, please. Rock Lesnar. Ooh. <laughs> Versus Andre the Giant. Holy! <laughs> Holy! Holy! Shit! I'm gonna say it for him. <laughs> well, I, I, well, I guess we found our backup HS person on your TV. We definitely did tonight. <laughs> yes, we that. did. Brock Lesnar taking on Andre. I think we did this one before, but we got to revisit this again, big yeah. time. Uh, Michelle, your thoughts here: uh, Brock versus Andre. Okay, first, Gregory, you know I'm a <clears throat> a huge Brock Lesnar fan, right? I understand. Okay. Uh, this would be um, one hell of a match. Uh, Andre the Giant is a big, big, big dude. Uh, yes. But I've got to say Brock. You will still say Brock. Uh, and before J.D. asks for your answer, I will want you to know that we do have another one entering the chat box here tonight. It is another member of the Raw Radio Fab Five. It is Mr. Rasslin. Ralph Atkinson has joined us. Ralph, welcome to Revolutionary Sir. This is Chad right here. I also have uh, Michelle on the line, J.D. and Gregory on the line. I also have John on the chat box here. Welcome to the Wednesday edition of Revolution, sir. And he says hello to everyone as well. Uh, Ralph, if you... Okay. Ralph, if you care to uh, also... Uh, <clears throat> Be thinking of a fantasy matchup, sir. Just bring up one. Just whichever one you would like to, to talk, we'll talk about it, and we'll come to it here momentarily. Uh, uh, JD, your thoughts here on this uh, match here between uh, Brock Lesnar and Andre the Giant? You're going to hate me for saying this, but you know what? I got to go with Andre. Too strong, however, 500 pounds over 300 pounds. So I'm going to take uh, Andre. Okay. Gregory, your match here, sir. Who do you think will pull the win off here between Brock and Andre? I gotta go with Andre. Okay, uh and and John will be right back. He hasn't reported back in. Uh Ralph, your overall thoughts are and, and okay, John didn't make it back and he's going and Michelle, he's going with you, he's going with Brock. Uh, so and uh <clears throat> and uh and Ralph, your thoughts here, uh, Brock Lesnar taking on Andre the Giant. Who do you think will pull off the win in this match? <clears throat> I had a dream about Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh! Was it was, was one of those where you ripped... Never mind, I'm not going to say that again. <laughs> uh, too, too grand. No. Okay. Oh, okay. 
What was Brock doing, Michelle, while we're waiting on Ralph? Uh, he came to my front door, and I opened the door, and I said, oh, shit, and passed out, and I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> and John's trying to ask Ralph about the, the, the what he would think on this match here. So John and Ralph are probably having a little bit of a discussion on the chat box. They have taken control of my chat box. <clears throat> Uh, Ralph Brock is against Andre, and and John has told him that too. Okay, I give kudos to John JD. He's on the ball here tonight. I gotta tell you that. Yes, he is. Yeah, and Ralph apparently is going with Andre. So, of course he is. Yeah, well, I know, but he's old school like me, so I can't. You can't blame him for that. I mean, I am. Everyone knows I am. Uh, and speaking of which, oh boy. Do I risk saying who I think, or do I risk going to Suplex City, courtesy of Michelle and Doug? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 well, believe it or not, I would say this match kind of ends up kind of like the one between Brock and Big Show, and Brock superplexes him onto the ring, and the ring collapses. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll have to say Brock, too. I'll say Brock. There you go. I'll say Brock. Uh, Ralph, be thinking of another fa- of a fancy matchup here, sir. And while you do that, I'll go ahead and come up with mine because I have I have one. Um, I actually have have a pretty good one in mind here. Uh, ooh, we did state in the Wikipedia, in the, uh, we did state in the wrestler profile that Big Boss Man did hold the tag belts with Ken Shamrock. So what we're going to do here is we're going to do a tag team championship match. It will be Big Boss Man and Ken Shamrock defending the belts against. The Steiner Brothers. Mm. Michelle, your thoughts here. Big Boss Man and Ken Shamrock defending the belts against the Steiners. Well, for me, it's no contest. I mean, it would be Boss Man and Shamrock. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, John and Ralph, who do you think would pull off the win in this tag team title match? Big Boss Man and Ken Shamrock defending against the Steiners. Uh, J.D., your thoughts on this tag title match? I am going to go with the Steiners. Okay, John is also saying the Steiner brothers as well. Uh, and Ralph is also saying the Steiner brothers. Ooh, okay. Gregory, your thoughts here? Uh, Big Boss Man and Shen- Ken Shamrock defending the tag belts against the Steiner brothers. Uh, Shamrock and uh, Boss Man. Okay. And as much as I'm a big fan of the Steiners, um, even before and after Scott Steiner colored his hair, we'll say. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to say Boss Man and Shamrock to retain the belts. So there you go. Great matches there, guys. Uh, Ralph, oh, yeah, Ralph's got to bring one up here. Ralph, go ahead and present us with your match, please, sir. And we'll go ahead and talk about it. <clears throat> I miss Randy Orton. We also talked about in the news earlier, Michelle, uh, J.D. brought it up that, uh, that you know, uh, uh, J.D. bat me, just bat me up on this, so let me know mm-hmm. if I'm right or wrong in any, any part of the story that you told us earlier, that Kevin, o- Kevin Owens was quoted as saying that he would love to face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 32. 
Yes, that's and correct. They're now, discussions about it right now. And, and and they're also talking about it could be a it could be a possibility. Oh, I would love to see that. And yeah, it's Dead City, bitches. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh boy, here's Ralph's match, and this is a tag team match. Uh, I will have to let the Black Widow be the judge of this one here. Oh yeah. hell. Well, it, it, it might be, it might be good, it might not be. But like I said, I mean, personally, I think it's a good one. But this this time around, uh, you'll be the first one to pick anyway, so you will give us your opinion about it. Of course, the ta- his tag team match is the Shield duo of Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus <laughs> Mister Leatherpants himself, Big Sexy Kevin Nash. And Billy Gunn. Are you fucking kidding me? No, you're not. Sadly, I'm not kidding. This is Ralph's match. I'm I'm reading it right here. Yes. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. That's why I did that. He wanted, Michelle, he wanted you to get excited. That's why he did that. <laughs> well, Ralph, guess what, buddy? <laughs> you got her fired up, buddy. I think Michelle's awake now, guys. I think, uh-oh. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I'm almost afraid to even ask you, Michelle, what do you think of this match? <laughs> I don't fucking like it. Excuse my language, <laughs> damn it. But shit. <laughs> Where the hell's Gerard at? Um, He's up in Canada. No, I'm just picking. <laughs> okay. Shit. Ooh. Um, I'm biting my tongue on that. Mm. Shit. Oh, I mean, why don't you add Brock Lesnar to one side and Randy Orton to the other? I mean, freaking even it out. Um, I'm going to say draw. I can't pick. Okay. Uh and he, and Ralph explained Michelle why he did this. I love getting people on their it list, LOL, especially if I like them, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> what is what, what, he likes being on my shit list? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> you know that's not a good fucking place to be. Excuse my language, but damn it, I'm pissed off now. I'm awake oh, wait a minute, off. wait a minute, wait a minute, Michelle, wait a minute. He's changed it. He's changed it. Oh, son of a bitch. Really? Make me come to the phone. Go ahead. It, it, it's a triple threat tag team match. He has actually now included Orton and Brock as a team. <laughs> 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 Ralph, you're still going for drama, Michelle. There's something uh, that was created called a telephone. He's up in, Why don't he's you up pick in, it up and call in so I can tell you face to face a couple of things there, buddy? Oh Lord, I still don't say draw. You still said he's up in Wisconsin, Michelle. If he wants that. Okay, um, so yeah, he's up there with all the cheese. So <laughs> he's on my shit list. He's a top number one. JD and John are clear, hundred percent. Okay, JD and John. Top by I'm going to take the Shield team. Taking the Shield team, and of course, you heard Michelle. You're both you and John are clear. So, 
so so just stay on her good side. That's all I got to say. <laughs> John is actually going with Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar. <clears throat> when this oh boy. Uh, Gregor, your thoughts on this triple threat tag team match made by uh, Ralph. Uh, Rollins and Ambrose versus Kevin Nash and Billy Gunn versus Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar. Damn it. I got to say, uh, Kevin Ash and Billy Gunn. Really? Yeah. Who the hell is Ralph White? That's what I want to know. Ralph's going with the S.H.I.E.L.D. team. Do, do tell me some of these people that he, is he a Roman Reigns fan? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he can hear you, so uh, we'll, uh, uh, really? Uh, he makes a bitch. Well, well, the, uh, yes, he actually is, Michelle. He is a Roman Reigns fan. And that explains it all. And and, and when, when Ralph was talking about the it list a little while ago there, Michelle, he, he calls it a cheese, beer, and broth list. A <laughs> <laughs> what? A cheese... Beer and brought as in bratwurst. <laughs> I don't understand. Wisconsin, but okay. He's up in Wisconsin. Beer. Yeah, they're they're known for that, Michelle. Yeah. Oh. Cheese cheese okay. curds. Add cheese curds to it. Ooh. Okay. Mm. Okay. list. <laughs> Ralph. Lock your doors. <laughs> Make sure you have an endless supply of cheese, beer, and broths, buddy. This spider is coming to bite you in the A-double-S, buddy. <laughs> okay, let me tell you something that you guys probably don't know about me real quick before you and, you know, continue, okay. if you don't mind, Chad. Please I did kickboxing. I did kickboxing for six years. Uh-oh. Yeah. So. Oh, shoot. <laughs> that's not a good thing. I know uh, I don't defend myself. Um, you know, was gonna do MMA until I found I was pregnant with my son. Yeah. He's on my shit list, man. Oh, oh boy. Ooh. Well, to make you feel any better, uh, Michelle, with seeing the mat this match that he made, I'm also gonna agree with you. I'm also gonna say a draw. So there. Well, thank you, Chad. You're quite welcome because I had no idea what Ralph, what Ralph is trying to do here. JD, do you have any clue as to what he was as what he was trying to do here? I don't know. He just thought that would be the perfect tightness. Maybe yes. Well, he said, "Okay, it's like I said before. If he likes him, and apparently he seems to like you, Michelle, as a friend, I would, of course, assume. So that's why he did it. I, I, I guess." <laughs> He doesn't hey, know it, me too well just yet. It's okay. He <laughs> said, "Hey, it would add a." You said yes, and he said it would add another crack to my skull. Hmm. What the he hell? Said, oh, okay. Okay, that's yeah. And also, he said yes. It was it was it was in, it was out of friendship that he did it, Michelle. That was why he made the match. But I I'm not. I am pissed, but not pissed at him. I'm pissed because you put my favorite people against each other. Yeah, and of course I found that out the hard way when I did that one time, and boy, the boy did she remember my neck. 
<laughs> and Ralph said he already has a dual skull fracture. In reality, he does. That's what he's saying. Mm. Okay. So, right, so Ralph, Ralph it's all, we're all in good fun here. Don't worry about it. It's I'm really not going to come kick your ass, Ralph, but however, if you'd like to meet me in the square circle, you know, we can do that. It's okay. <laughs> and, 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 and he's, and he's, and he's, the square, whatever the hell I meant. The, 20, ring, the hell ring. in a cell. Square ring. Oh, no, don't give her any ideas, Jamie. That's whatever. dangerous, man. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that, man. It's too dangerous, man. She's a, she's a wild woman. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, for, the, for those of you in the Wisconsin area, there is a spider heading your way. Please run immediately. <laughs> and John says, in the words of the Terminator, you've just been erased. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. I'll just take my kid on him. He's 15 and 2. You know, oh. I'll just take him on him. Okay. Okay, well, like I said, we're all in good fun here, guys, so... So, Ralph, a word of warning, if you don't do this around Michelle, don't put her people around it because that's not, <laughs> that's not safe. <laughs> Our show will be a worse. <laughs> it's over with. <laughs> okay. And Gerard, J.D., everyone can vouch for me on that. Because, yes. And John and Ralph said, all I will say is that we, that we have uh, Ed Gein and Jeffrey Dahmer, so you may watch out. What the hell? What the hell is he talking about? I have no idea. No clue. No clue. J.D., I'll get later. Get get with him and find out. I'll get him about this. All right. right. Talk to him about it. Talk to him about it. Okay. But not right now. Wait till later. Okay. Excuse me for a minute. I'll be right back, okay? Okay. Thank you very much, Michelle. And while she steps away for a minute, I will go ahead and take care of this. We'll go a little over 11 o'clock here, guys. one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. 444 7444 Call ID 138055-POUND. This is the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, WWS Revolution. I'm, of course, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, uh, joining you back once again. And, of course, on the line with me here tonight, one half of the team that brings you uh, Attitude Radio every Saturday night at 9, right here on TalkShoot.com. Also, the first 2015 Hall of Famer. Uh, the mayorette of Suplex City, also the, known, the Black Widow, the lovely, lovely herself, Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds. Also on the line here, the Iceman, J.D. Jerry Geramo from, <clears throat> we'll just do this, Raw Radio, Indie Outlook, and Wrestling Revisited, as well as our two main shows here, Revolution and Wolfpack. And also, of course, uh, Big Diesel Gregory Kramer from uh, uh, Raw, Raw Radio and uh, Wrestling Revisited, of course, also a... A, a, a frequent uh, call, a caller to our uh, main shows here, Revolution and Wolfpack as well. And on the chat box here tonight, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and a, a man I hope has got his windows locked here in the next two three minutes, <laughs> Mr. Raff and Ralph Agatson. Both, of course, John and Ralph are also a part of Raw Radio. We're seven Monday afternoon at 3 right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, Michelle, have you made it back, man? She has not, so we'll come back to her in just one second. Uh, <clears throat> John and Ralph, be thinking of another fantasy matchup here, please, gentlemen, if you will. Uh, JD, please go ahead and come up with another fantasy matchup, sir, if you please. I was torn between tag and singles, but you know what? I'm going to go singles here. This will be an Iron Man match. It will be Kerry Von Eric, the modern day warrior, versus Daniel Bryan. Oh! <clears throat> Kerry Von Eric versus Daniel Bryan here. Very interesting match here, to say the least. Uh, uh, J.D., your thoughts on your match here? Uh, the modern-day warrior taking on uh, Daniel Bryan. Who do you think? 
Well, you got the yes movement versus the discus punch. I think you're going to be seeing a pretty good thing here. And I think, however, uh, believe it or not, however, it is going to be... Um, Me! <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say it's going to be the modern-day warrior. And I just heard some news, speaking of which this might... I'm not sure if this has been confirmed yet, however, but this is what I just saw in Kayfabe News, however. I don't know if this has been yet confirmed yet or not, but there is reports now there could be a match between The Undertaker and Kevin Owens for WrestleMania. What the hell? Holy cow. I don't know if it's been confirmed yet. I just, I mean, I'm reading kayfabe news, but it says here, the main event of WrestleMania this spring will pit the legendary taker against the pugnacious Kevin Owens confirms the lonely man who writes, who writes WrestlingScoops.com. The sole proprietor of Wrestling Scoops is believed to be Tyler McCreary, a 24-year-old former KFC night manager who claims to know a lot of people within WWE. Fans and family of McCreary, however, reported that, however, never... Just says, however, this is just maybe a early rumor, but you never know. I mean, it could change though. But right now, I would say it's doubtful though. But you never know. Well, sure. I like Owens and Lesnar better. I do too. And I'll be back too. in a second. I'll call you guys. I'll be right back with you guys. I take our call. I'll be right back. Okay, and and we'll go through JD's match here. The show just come back on his match. He has put Terry Von Erich versus Daniel Bryan in a, in a singles match. Uh. <clears throat> So your overall take, man, on Kerry Von Erich taking on Daniel Bryan? Oh, Daniel Bryan. Okay, uh, Gregory, your thoughts here? Uh, Kerry Von Erich taking on Daniel Bryan? I gotta say Daniel Bryan. Okay, and John and Ralph. John and Ralph is actually saying Daniel Bryan in an overtime. Okay, and John is also saying Daniel Bryan as well, and. Um, and I, Ralph, I think he had to step away for a moment, so he'll be back here momentarily. Believe it or not, guys, the belt, the boss man here is going to be the only holdout. I'm going to actually say Kerry Von Erich. Oh. Yeah, I mean, what you got to think about here, though, is, you know, and, of course, Michelle, we've talked about this many, many times, you know, you know, how healthy would Daniel Bryan be? Uh, <clears throat> would Daniel Bryan be to compete in a match of this caliber, something like this? Mm-hmm. So, so that's why I took it into consideration. But Ralph said it would be a five-star match. Yeah, and I would agree with, with that, Ralph. I think it would be too. <laughs> um, uh, Michelle, we'll go ahead and we'll go with you here next. Uh, we were going to go take you, go ahead and, and let you go first, but you had to step away for a moment. Uh, so if you please, ma'am, please go ahead and uh, go ahead and throw out a, a fancy matchup, please. Okay. Um, <laughs> I see title match five way. Mm. We're going to have Kurt Henning. <clears throat> Versus Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Uh, what's that in my head? Damn it. Uh, versus Ziggler. 
And I'm back. And a wrestling man, I'm back. <laughs> so you have an Intercontinental Championship match, but it's a five, it's a it's a, uh, a a big five way. And correct me if I get any of this wrong if I miss one. You have Kurt Henning, you have <clears throat> Kevin Owens, you have uh, Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler. You also have uh, who are the other two? Um. If I remember, uh, <laughs> who? Okay, we had Ziggler, we had Owens, we had Henning, we had Ambrose, yes, and Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins. Okay, <clears throat> so a, 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 fa- a fatal, or, or I like to call a fierce five-way match for the Intercontinental Championship it is Kurt Henning, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Michelle, your thoughts on your match here, please. Very tough, um, but I have to say the perfect one, Mr. Perfect Kirk <clears throat> Okay. Ralph is saying Seth Rollins. He's buying in, apparently. Okay. Uh, J.D., your thoughts on this uh, fierce five-way for the IC title? I am going to go with Mr. Perfect. Okay. That's a good choice. Uh, Gregory, your thoughts on this uh, fierce five-way for the IC title? I gotta say, Mr. Perfect in this one. Uh, John, who do you who who would you put? Who would you think would win this match for the IC belt? I'm actually going to go also. I'm sorry, I was going to say I know what Gerard would say. Would he buy in, Michelle? Either that or pop up power bomb. John's also saying Seth Rollins. Uh, I'm, I'm also going to say perfect as well. So, so, and now, 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 just um, just a little uh, bonus to your match, Michelle. I'm, all, my, I'm not going to make this my official match, guys, but this just for fun, just for fun. That it came down to to Kurt Henning and Seth Rollins fighting for this belt, Michelle. Who do you who did you pick in this? Oh God. Um. Damn, that would be really tough. Uh, I still stick with Kurt Henning. Okay, JD, between Kurt Henning and Seth Rollins. Henning in the perfect flex. Uh, Gregory Kurt Henning and Seth Rollins. It came down to just those two men for the belt. Mr. Perfect. Okay, uh, John and Ralph uh, between Kurt Henning and Seth Rollins. Who would it come to? Ralph is now going with Kurt Henning. <clears throat> I would I would also say Kurt Henning as well. Kurt Henning was the shit. Of course he was. Too bad. It's a sad though his son wasn't. So. Yeah. Has anyone heard his status at all lately? Uh, he's injured. I thought they weren't using him on TVs like Adam Rose, however, and doing that whole stupid Rosebud thing, and they got a new gimmick for uh, Axel. I haven't heard anything about him. Uh, right now, I know he's injured. <clears throat> okay. okay. Uh, John, who do you think will pull off the win here 
in this addendum to this match made by Michelle, we come down to Kurt Henning and Seth Rollins. Who do you think will pull a win off in this? <clears throat> so Ralph was saying, and we were talking about Curtis Axel, he would say, he said, yeah, Axel Mania is running mild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it actually stopped after the Hulk Hogan thing, apparently. I think he needs the power of positivity, the New Day. I think he's with the New Day tonight. Something. And John, okay, John, what's your what's your take on this addendum to this match made by Michelle? If it came down, like I said, between Kurt Henning and Seth Rollins for the IC belt. Okay, apparently John's having a little bit of trouble. He said his chat box is a B. Okay, there, I'm not gonna say the rest of it. <clears throat> but he's going with he was he's still sticking with Rollins. He thinks Rollins would beat Kurt Henning. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Michelle would be a good match. match. Yes, it would. Regardless of the like of the five way order came down to this man and them too, it would be great. Uh, uh, John and Ralph be thinking of of, of 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 one more match apiece before we go off the air tonight. Uh, JD, uh, once again, sir, please grace us with a match. All go, right. JD. All right, let's go uh, six person tag here to close out the night. It will be Baron Corbin and the Vaudevillians. Versus Hall, Nash, and Hogan. Holy <laughs> cow. Oh, uh, man. Barry Corbin and the Vault Villains versus the original founders of the New World Order. Yes. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Hulk. Hogan. Yes. <clears throat> uh, Michelle, uh, the, the three... Uh, the three uh, Got fellas from NXT versus the founders of the NWO. Who do you think would pull off the win in this? Uh, Kevin Nash in leather pants and Scott Hall. Did he say Hall? They did say Hall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the founders. Yeah. That's right. uh, Nash Hall and Hogan. Nash Hall and Hogan. Okay. Uh, JD, your match. Who do you think? Be a great match, but you know what, however, it's going to be the end of days in the whirling derbs for the NWO tonight, however. I think I'm going with Baron Corbin and the Bodvilles of English and Gotch. Oh, okay. John is saying NWO for a mother-freaking-life. Oh, <laughs> and the way he's got the word mother is M-O-T-H-A. He's got it spelled <laughs> on here like that. I'm not kidding. <laughs> oh, oh, John's going gangsta. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, is he from the hood tonight, or what the hell is going on? <laughs> Ralph is Ralph is also saying Team NWO as well. Uh, Gregory, your thoughts here on uh, this uh, six man this six man tag: uh, Baron Corbin and the Vaudevillains versus Hall, Nash, and Hogan. I got to go with my boys, the NWO. And of course, I do this in respect for Gerard. I also say the founders of the NWO as well. <clears throat> Uh, by the way, uh, uh, hmm. well, folks, uh, wait just uh, hmm. Okay, I don't know if anyone tried to log on to my chat box for some reason, but now I'm getting a, a message here. Uh, uh, let's see here. John and Ralph, be prepared to resend your matches because apparently I'm having trouble with my talk shoot chat box. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, resend your matches, John and Ralph, because I lost them. I had to reset. I don't, for some reason, something happened in my chat box. I don't know. Uh, 
Mm, okay. <clears throat> it's a spirit. They had a couple of good matches, by the way. So, uh, and I'll go ahead. And Ralph's got his. I'll go ahead and talk. Mention him what his is. <clears throat> uh, I don't know what happened, Ralph. My 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 chat box, my talk shoe call board went went out all of a sudden. So I don't know what happened. I, I apologize. Okay. <clears throat> okay. A fatal four way. This is Ralph's match. A fatal four way for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Mm. He's going old school here. David Von Erich versus Ric Flair versus Bruno San Martino versus Lou Fez. Ooh. Yes, NWA World Title Fatal Four Way. Michelle, your thoughts on who would win this match? Bruno San Martino. Okay. Uh, JD, your thoughts on this NWA World Title Fatal Four Way match? Ric Flair and the girls will go wild all night long because they'll be back at the Marriott with him later on. <laughs> wow. Uh, Gregory, your thoughts here? Is uh, uh, NWA World Title Fatal Four Way? Who do you think would pull the win off in this? I gotta go with the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Okay, uh, Michelle so far has gone with Bruno, and JD and Gregory have gone with Ric Flair. And John I love Bruno. Also... Oh yeah, don't get me wrong, I, I like him too. I think he's he's great... a great guy. Actually, to me in person, I can tell you firsthand. So I've met him many times here, and he's a real good guy. My neighbor in Pittsburgh, I see him jog every morning. However, like I said before, I me mean, in his age, he still jogs every morning, rain or shine, whatever. And I saw him again this morning before he went to work. Oh, you saw Bruno this morning. My uh, neighbor, did, my friend's neighbor, my my buddy who lives in his neighborhood actually knows Bruno firsthand, and he sees him every day jogging, every day. Oh, wow. So it stays in good shape, too, for one of Yes, he does. Yes, indeed. And John is also going with Ric Flair. And Ralph, and I'm also going to say Ric Flair. John, Ralph seems to be the only, uh, well, no, Michelle did say Bruno. Okay, so she said somebody different. Ralph is going with David Von Erich, the Yellow Rose of Texas. So but I'm also but I'm also going with the Nature Boy. Woo! What the heck is that? Whistling the Yellow Rose of Texas. That was me whistling. Oh, you whistling? Oh, okay. yeah. That was the Yellow Rose of the Rose of Texas. That's why I was whistling that tune. <laughs> I, I thought was, I thought someone I thought somebody. Okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna say what I thought it was. No, <laughs> it was me whistling. Uh, okay, 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 okay. I, I thought you were just bored. No, <laughs> no, no okay, not at all. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, uh, here's here's John's match. John has a tag team match here. Uh, his his last match of the night. John Cena teaming up once again with The Rock versus KO and Seth Rollins. Mm. Michelle, your thoughts on this tag match? Well, I liked the John Cena side until he said The Rock, so um, I have to. I'm definitely going to go with KO and Rollins. Okay. J.D., uh, your thoughts on this uh, tag match, Cena and The Rock versus K.O. and Seth Rollins? I'm going to go with my NXT brethren, K.O. and Seth Rollins on this one. Okay. Uh, Ralph is also choosing K.O. and Rollins, and John is going with Cena and The Rock. Uh, Gregory, your thoughts on this tag match? Uh, Cena and The Rock. Okay. And I – oh, boy, this is a good one. I'm actually going to pull another another one of these cards. I'm going to say a draw. 
This is too good of a match. Uh, okay, let's see here. I see Michelle, you've done your match. JD, you've done you've done yours. Uh, you, uh, so, so me, Gregory, me, and you are the only two left there. Okay. Uh, so Gregory, go ahead and uh, bring us bring us one, one last match, there, partner. Owen Hart versus Razor Ramon. Ooh, who was it? You could say Bret Hart versus Razor Ramon. Uh, Owen Hart. Owen, oh, Owen Hart. Okay, Owen Hart versus Razor Ramon here. What that has an excellent match. Uh, Michelle, your thoughts are Owen Hart taking on Razor Ramon. God, I'm glad Gerard is not here for this one because I have to say Owen Hart. <laughs> okay. Uh, John and Ralph, be thinking about who they would pull the win off of this. Uh, uh, JD, your thoughts are Owen Hart taking on Razor Ramon? I'm going to take um, Razor Ramon and the Razor's Edge. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Um, uh, John's actually saying Owen versus Razor would have been would have been at WrestleMania nine. Yeah, was, uh, it, it was a, it was supposed to happen at WrestleMania nine. Mhm. Mhm. Oh, okay. Okay. But so of course we saw Razor end up taking on Bob Backlund instead. So, um, hmm. but John believes Razor would win this match, and Ralph is going with uh, with Owen Hart. I had that same thing in my chat box happen again. Is is anybody else trying to log on to my to the call board by any chance? Nope. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm okay. I'm going to have to do some double checking on that. <clears throat> okay. Um, did everyone answer the match? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Michelle. Michelle, you, oh Gregory, you didn't. Okay, uh, you're a match. You're a match anyway, sir. Who do you think would pull the win off in this? I gotta say, uh, Razor, Razor, Razor Ramon in this one. Yes, I go with. Oh, Gerard's got Razor Ramon. Hello, Chico. Razor Ramon. Okay, <clears throat> that's close enough. That's the best impression I can do with that. Uh, this is a great match. Ooh. And of course, also once again, in respect to Gerard, I'm gonna say Razor Ramon. And I guess I am the very last one here, so we will be thinking thinking one here pretty quickly. Uh, hmm. I'm also going to do a six-man tag, and the first team is going to be kind of a jumble. And what I mean is, you're going to have a mixture of a tag team and, we'll say, two tag teams uh, together as the form of three three guys. Okay, you'll get what I'm saying here in a minute. Uh, let, me, let me think of let me think of the, their opponents here. Hmm. Hmm. Oh. oh gosh, this is good. Uh, 
Okay. 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 We'll 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 try it. We'll try. John, I'm not here, but I'm thinking of a match. I'm not here, but you said hello. Anyone here? <laughs> no, we're here, but we're here. We're taking a nap. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They, yeah. There. There you go. JD's laying on his pillow. Uh, Ralph is laying his. Head. He's resting his head before Michelle beats it. Beats it to death. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Gregory's. Gregory's uh, chilling out. What's up? Um, Gregory, you remind me of RVD for some odd reason. You're just that, that cool. You know what I mean? You remind me of RVD in some respects. A lot of people remind me of Steve from Jackass. <laughs> 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 and this is the butt shark. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when he did that in that in the movie Jack. I think I almost peed myself laughing so hard at that scene. Well, his father I know disowned him for a while when he did that, though. Too I heard. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. I I, I have it now. I have it now. Ooh. Okay. Oh yeah, this is good. This is good. Okay. All right, the first the first team in this six man jumble, we'll say, is the Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, teaming up with Triple H. Mm-hmm. And I and what I mean by the jumble is, you know, that the Rockers and DX yes. are intertwined in this team. You get mm-hmm. you all get what I'm saying here. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. And they will be taking on um <clears throat> Um, let me see. Yes, they'll be taking on the duo of. Okay, yeah. Um, Arn Anderson, Ric Flair, and Batista. Oh, a, combination, a combination of the of the Four Horsemen and Evolution. Mm, damn. Yeah. So Shawn Michaels, Mario Jannetty, and Triple H versus. <clears throat> Uh, uh, Rick, uh, Rick, Rick Flair, um, who did I say? Rick Flair, Arn Anderson, and uh, Batista. Batista. Yeah, I was one of. I was saying that using um, uh, Orton and Batista, that wouldn't have, it wouldn't have matched that well. So, so there's there's the match right there. Uh, Michelle, your thoughts on this six man jumble tag match? I don't like it. I I I thought so. Not all my matches are popular, I know. So there you go. But well, no, I'm not saying it like that. Um, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I I don't like it in the aspect of it's tough. Um, I uh, damn, I gotta say, I have to say draw. Okay. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, uh, Ralph is also using his draw card as well. He's also saying a draw. Uh, yeah. John says a, a, a mix of DX and Rockers together, hmm, but I'm, he said he, he's thinking about, I think, doing the same thing, but he's going with DX and the team of uh, Charles Michaels, Marty Jannetty, and Triple H. Uh, J.D., your thoughts on this six-man? I am going to go with Ric Flair's team. Uh, Rick, Rick, so uh, Rick Flair, Arn Anderson, and Batista. Yep. Okay. All right, uh, Gregor, your thoughts on this six-man jumble match, a mixture of uh, uh, 
the Rockers and DX uh, versus uh, uh, the Four Horsemen and Evolution, we'll say. Uh, I gotta say the Rockers and uh, with DX. Okay. And and you know what? Once again, for the third time here tonight, I'm also going to say in my even, even my own match, I'm going to say the same thing. And these matches are that good. That's all we have to do this. And Michelle, just to let you know, there's un- we have unlimited draw cards, so you don't have to. You don't have to spare them. So there you go. So I will let you know about that. Yay. Yes. And Ralph actually said something about that. When I was talking about uh, Ralph a little while ago, he said something about people always considered him a cross between Nick Foley when he portrayed Cactus Jack and and com- and the late comedian Chris Farley. Huh. Does he mean looks-wise or personality-wise? Uh, Ralph, exactly when you say a cross between Cactus Jack and Chris Farley, who do you what do you mean exactly? I definitely want to hear what he has to say with that. He said personality Michelle, he said personality wise. He's considered a cross between Cactus Jack and Chris Farley. So <clears throat> Okay then well folks, thank y'all very much here for for for, for uh, for, of course, get my tongue tied first. But if it, no, I'm just picking. <laughs> but, of course, thank you, everyone, for providing us tonight with uh, a huge bevy of uh, fantasy matchups. <clears throat> of course, one, and Ralph is saying take care to everyone. He's getting ready to leave. So, thank you, Ralph, for joining us here tonight. Uh, 1-724-444-7444. Call the one three eight zero five five pound You're listening to the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, WWS Revolution. I am, of course, as always, Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw, joining me on the line here tonight. Of course, and John says he has no more wrestling thoughts as well. Uh, thank you very much there, John. Uh, of course, uh, on the chat box here first, I'll go ahead and say uh, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and Mr. Rasslin, Rob Atkinson, of course, part of the Fat Five. They bring you raw radio every um, Monday afternoon at 3 right here on, on TalkShow.com. And also joins on the line here besides besides me tonight. Uh, uh, the lady here, the first 2015 Hall of Famer, uh, of course, a uh, <clears throat> one half of the team that brings you Attitude Radio every Saturday night at nine, right here on TalkShow.com. Uh, she also is the owner of the MLD Spider that roams our studio every once in a while. Here, <laughs> she's actually put a put her back in the cage. I think uh, she's not. She is she asleep, Michelle? By any chance? Is that spider asleep? For now. <laughs> ooh, ooh, okay, okay. So I gotta be careful. She, she don't want to let the spider out unless she has to. So, but of course, I'm talking about the Mayoretta Suplex City. The, and of course, the Black Widow, the lovely, lovely Michelle Lynn Doss, as always. <clears throat> of course, from uh, also from uh, Raw Radio as well as Indie Outlook and uh, Wrestling Revisited. I have the one also another 2015 Hall of Famer, the Iceman JD Jeremy Jerome, uh, <clears throat> and of course also. From uh, Raw Radio and Wrestling Revisited, Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us here for another action-packed show of WWS Revolution. Uh, be sure to join us tomorrow night for, uh, <clears throat> I believe it will be number 23, I believe, of NWO Wolfpack. And I think Gerard may have our wrestler profile prepped and, and ready to go. He is. I had asked Gerard to, to, to think of an NWO member to do a wrestler profile on. So I uh, will. 
he will pre- I'm hoping he'll be on there tomorrow night to present that to us. And, uh, of course, like I said, we'll, of course, have our news and our uh, birthdays and uh, uh, history for tomorrow as well on NWO Wolfpack tomorrow from 9 to 11. That call ID, one three eight five two one pound I'll definitely join myself and everyone else who are uh, part of the panel way too tough to handle that uh, will join us uh, tomorrow as well. Uh, so, for like I said, for the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGirolamo, <clears throat> Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer, the Human Suplex... Oh, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> he was Suplex Machine, John Gross, and also Mr. Rasson, Ralph Agasson. This is Mr. WSWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you so much for joining us here tonight. And we will talk to you tomorrow night from 9 to 11, like here on NWO Wolfpack. This has been a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, where it's for wrestling fans, by wrestling fans, and it is always your wrestling connection. Uh, folks, take care, have a good evening, and we will definitely see you in the ring. Take care, and as always, God bless. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.